0: Census 1234 invites you to get this with Tony Martin and Angus Sampson. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to another week of it with me, Tony Martin. That's Ed Cavalier. Morning. Just having a sandwich. Angus <laughs> Sampson, give him a round.
1: Hey. Welcome. Good morning, girls and boys. What other voiceovers have you been doing since we last saw you? That one with your intro music, uh, that is actually a, um, a voiceover that I've done. Really? I've used that. Uh... Someone else using the hives? Yes. That, that was a... Um... Not Ernie Sigley. <laughs> <It> were... <laughs> they did it on a Target. Uh, the Target used it. Really? Yes. The um...
0: hives were... Proved that,
1: yeah. They uh, <laughs> so that one slipped through. The uh, maybe the drummer <laughs> answered the phone. What's up, <laughs> yeah, yeah? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, send us through some moccasins. <laughs> yeah. And what were you saying? What was your bit? Um, I I, I can't remember, but I, it was something you know, along the lines of uh, you know, this soft, soft velvety, you know, woolen undergarments, now 1995. <laughs> And a free $20 voucher to our radio record <laughs> section or whatever. Like it's something that I actually, I find it really difficult to uh, to give myself emotionally to voiceovers right. unless I have had some experience. And for me, Target, I actually, uh, my experience with Target was when I was a 14-year-old, a, uh, a, a boy, let's... Call him Timothy Waddington. Oh, uh, yeah. co- told me how to steal from Target. He said, "Oh, look! If you want to <laughs> steal something from Target, go in with your backpack, and uh, and apologies to anyone, but can't, when you walk out, walk out with a limp or pretend that you're you know disabled or something, and they won't inspect your bag. Oh, right, right. And uh, so every time I did a Target one, I." Um, That's what I was thinking of, and, uh, of course, that that, that contract with Target didn't last long. Yeah, uh, I'm
0: I'm just thinking that all over Australia today, people who look like Quasimodo are going to be leaving (laughs) Target.
1: Dragging their knuckles on one side. Inundated (laughs) with cripples today, I think, thanks to you, Angus. Just with an Xbox in their their (laughs) backpack. An Xbox-shaped hump. um, But, no, look, lots of voiceovers, but... I've been listening to your beautiful show. Right. What a great program you guys have.
0: Well, its I don't know how it's going in the world of radio. <laughs> no. But uh, in the world of podcasting, uh, it seems to have gone nuts. Mm. Uh, apparently, we're at number three on iTunes. Is that good, number three?
2: Congratulations. Yet? I don't know. It depends what we're... Uh, thank you.
0: I yeah. think it's great. What? What's two? Uh, well, it's, uh, well, the thing is, number one is Ricky Gervais. Who? Yes. He's like the lord of podcasting. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> number two is some kind of uh, video podcast of some obscene... A cartoon program that you can uh, send someone as a Valentine's Day card. We've got to get a bit of that going. That's great. Yeah. Well,
1: d- download, download, get this, please. I mean, how many? you would probably be getting thousands upon thousands internationally. I can't get my computer on to find out how. Can <laughs> <laughs> you know, I? Hey,
0: I'm told people are going. We're actually number one for Australian shows and number one for shows beginning with G. Hey. <laughs> but I can't get on there to actually confirm any of this. I know oh. it's got the, the – I think it's the interview with Ken Beasley where he's got a stapler up his ass. I know that's on the new one. Perhaps that's what's dragging them in.
1: <laughs> oh, well, you're, you are number three. That's awesome. Ooh. Do you know that um, I've wanted to get into podcasting, but I actually don't know how. If uh, you got a computer? Yeah. That's a first. You need yeah. that. <laughs> and a microphone. What, what brand did you say you have?
0: Dell. Is that good? That sounds like the gold star of computers <laughs> to is, me.
1: It is. <laughs> it it is. Telefunken. I, 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 they, I love Telefunken and I love Nint <laughs> And Blauplunked. My computers Blauplunked. are Blauplunked.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Or maybe a Skoda.
1: There's a couple of consonants next to one another that aren't <laughs> usually there, like a K and a T. That's, that's, that's what you have to do have a prerequisite you, to buy for those technologies. Do either of you guys know anyone that
2: drives a louder? The Russian, the only Russian car to ever hit the mass market,
1: and also record your favourite television program <laughs> um, on Beta. Uh, I, uh, I, I ended up um, trying to upgrade my laptop the other day. I was, you know, sort yeah. of fell victim to the um, to the advertising that, and I got onto the Dell website, and uh, <laughs> I bought this computer in two thousand and three, uh, yeah. and I could not find it anywhere on their website <laughs> i it, my, i'm looking at i've got a notebook 1100 inspire on notebook i could not find it anywhere on dell's <laughs> website to upgrade i wanted to get a dvd burner i don't even have that i'm like so As far as I'm concerned, this doesn't exist. I was like, I'd been erased.
0: (laughs) 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 Denying that they ever made it.
1: Yeah, I couldn't even... I cannot upgrade my laptop at all. So uh, I'm I'm in the market for one. If you do have one, get on our podcasts.
0: uh. (laughs) Well, I've got some sort of Apple, but it's like system, I think, too. And it's just, I don't know. System
1: pie? I I remember
0: It's a negative system. I remember getting a bloke to come around and fix it about 10 months after I bought it. It was like the iMac. Mm. And it's 10 months after I bought it and the guys come in and go, Oh, still making these, are they, mate? One of the originals. Steam powered, (laughs) is it? (laughs) That always happens. This program is steam powered and there'll be more in a moment. That'd be those uh, ZZ Top gentlemen with their sharp wrist, man. Yep. Angus Sampson's with us uh, on Get This here at Triple M.
1: And Angus, have you been to see The Da Vinci Code? I haven't, but I'm stinging to see it. But I have a problem with Tom Hanks, who I, I find incredibly patronising his persona. I haven't met him yet. <laughs> You're more of a Lou Faringo man. <laughs> I am. And since since we spoke Lou, I, I think of Tony every day. Above my uh, desk, I stuck up a poster of Lou. Um, Lou Faringo. Lou, and I'm trying to find um, a signed poster for you, Tony. Of that Lou doesn't, Faringo. Yeah, that doesn't have uh, Dear Angus on it. All right, so, okay. But I've got it stored somewhere, maybe where he played Hercules. But yeah. I met someone the other day um, that talked about uh, the Da Vinci Code. I took my car into my mechanics and uh, the, his lovely wife said that... Um, the reason that she liked Tom Hanks was that here he's married to a Greek, right? So uh, okay, maybe I was quick to judge him. Yes, <laughs> fair enough. I saw it last week. Uh, you saw it, yeah, best. yeah, yeah.
2: And And it's painful. Is <laughs> it really? Yeah, yeah. Well, the word is bad. I have to say. Look, it's it's there's there's fourteen interesting pages in the book. Right. And if it came out as a as a three minute short where they just went, look, this is the basic theory. Some other people, some people kind of got killed. All right. We'll see. We'll see at the outbreak. Uh, no. then that'd be sweet. But two and a half hours
1: and of... And breaking a short film? <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> Thank you very much, David Stratton.
0: <laughs> but, uh, I mean, I saw the... I, they did a brilliant thing, though, at the uh, premiere because the reviews have been really bad, the word mm-hmm. was really bad. So they got Eva Herzogova to show up in an orange dress. That'll just, work.
1: Did you see that? I thought she looked amazing.
0: She yeah. looks unbelievable. In case people uh, haven't seen the photo, just close your eyes and picture it if you if you could. There you go. <laughs> there she is walking up the red carpet. Mm.
2: It's like she's wearing really well kind of uh, tapered curtains. Yeah.
1: Basically, she, if you didn't see it, she had splits on either side from uh, her ankles to her hips. Let's just picture that for a moment.
0: See, you've forgotten how bad the film is I now, have again. You? you? I see, actually
2: have. It's made up for it. What they should have done is had a split screen, the film on the left and just Ava walking slowly on the right, and you could choose what you wanted to watch. Is she in the film? No. Who, do we care? <laughs> <laughs> I think not.
1: Oh, well, it's, a, it's actually, I'm actually looking forward to seeing it. And I, I, there's a bit of me that I loved mm-hmm. The Da Vinci Code, and then all these people read it, and then suddenly I, I thought, ah. Uh, should I still like them? If, if everyone <laughs> That's what else everyone liked does. Everyone does, isn't yeah. it? It's a real. Uh, and of course, if I have read it, I, you know, I think I discovered the book. Right. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, you know, thanks thanks to the local publishers that put it out. But the interesting thing is is that um, with the Da Vinci Code, I'm astounded at how many people have seemingly got on the bandwagon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the Age newspaper in Victoria uh, last week uh, printed a headline in code above. <laughs> Did they? <laughs> uh, yeah, they? Yeah, above the uh, photo, like a press photo, press yeah. clipping of the film, and half of it was in red and half was in black, and it was you had to work out, you know, every third letter to the to the right said yes. something, you know, get see this film if you can or whatever. Uh, Smallville on uh, about Superman, yes. has as done an, an right. episode where there's 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 paintings with messages in there. It's it's actually astounding. Soon soon there'll be. Uh, Road signs and what have you.
0: Well, The Age had, had that one in the other Melbourne newspaper, The Herald Sun, had a phrase in code as well. And when you decoded it, it just simply said, political correctness
1: gone, man. <laughs> Thank goodness. Thank you, goodness. See, you had to actually scratch, scratch the picture of uh, Bob Hart. Just uh, in between his chins, it revealed a, uh, it, it <laughs> a revealed secret message.
2: Hey, hey Gus, it, we got, we've got a little something for Tony. Yeah, now oh, I
1: didn't tell you. Is it a fruit
2: basket? Uh, <laughs> it might be. It's
1: actually Ed's heart. Eaten nope, sandwich. The mine. last time I was here, <laughs> I was um, I was very much a, uh, a humbled guest of uh, Tony and Ed's show um, to talk about my film Kokoda. Yes, yes. which is still screening um, mm. at, at, nationally at cinemas, and. Uh, I left, um, and I was listening to uh, after your show, the Bears Smackdown. Uh, right, uh, uh, he loves to smack down he the Smackdown. Yeah, he <laughs> smacks that. Even bear. when his
0: show's not on, he's just out in the office is <laughs> <Yeah>. having <laughs> just, a Smackdown, just pitting walking. artists against him. <laughs> what if we got Thomas Dolby <laughs> and REO Speedwagon <laughs> to have a Smackdown?
1: He just he just invites them in for a meeting, <laughs> and gets them to wait at the room at the end, and they're just they're sitting there, and the sort of no one comes in. What time are you seeing the Bear? <laughs> Well, I was here at ten. Well, I'm here at ten. Well, well, I'm I'm going first. Well, no, you're not. <laughs> well, I am. I've got this chord that I wanted to want well, to make something of it. Speedwagon, <laughs> <laughs> like a nightingale uh, 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 from a long time ago. <laughs> um, anyway, and I tuned back in to think. I thought, what a great show. What a great man Tony Martin is to be on air and be doing radio again. Like. For the mental health of this country, and, and really, of course, and I and and I thought, oh, he's still on, and it wasn't it wasn't you at all. It wasn't I was me. actually listening to Pink Floyd singing "Comfortably Numb." Right, and I and if if I could just play this to you, <laughs> listeners, tell me if you think this <laughs> is in fact Tony Martin singing Pink Floyd's "Comfortably Numb." Hello. I don't
0: remember doing it what if you can hear me. That is you. I, I, it might be. Is there
2: home?
0: I was in the music men for a couple of weeks anonymously.
1: <laughs> that if, if 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 I asked you to to do to do a, a song to to take that song off, that would is what would come out. Yeah, hello. <laughs> yeah. Is there anybody in there? <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm sure that you could right.
0: launch a music career now. As soon as we go to the next song, I'm running straight in to see Maddie to do a bit of it. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> it work as John Howard? <laughs>
1: <laughs> there's Bruce Samazan, there's Melissa Tocantz, there's Holly Valance, <laughs> and now Tony Martin <laughs> well, is <I'd>... comfortably numb. <laughs> I,
0: maybe I did do that. I don't remember doing it. But, uh, look, uh, there's one thing I do have to do, and that's some serious news, Angus. Do you mind if we do some serious news? Please. I'm sorry to ruin the the very nice tone you've set up there, but uh, the Department of Defence has issued yet another apology to the family of Private Jake Kovko. Unfortunately, the apology was left in the back of a taxi (laughs) and delivered by mistake to hot dogs from Big Brother. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Defence Minister Brendan Nelson then wrote a fifth apology and delivered it by hand to the grieving family, Unfortunately, while approaching their property, he lost control of his vehicle, crashed through their front fence and flattened a memorial shrine constructed by local school children. Uh, emerging from the wreckage an angry and embarrassed, Dr Nelson had just enough time to hand over the apology before flames engulfed the Kovco family home. The envelope was later found to contain not an apology, but traces of anthrax, which was supposed to have been destroyed months ago. As the distraught family members were loaded into an ambulance and taken away for decontamination, a furious Dr Nelson calls a hastily convened press conference, stating, I deeply regret what has happened here and intend to launch a full inquiry, at which point his podium collapsed, crushing the Kovco family dog. <laughs> More details <laughs> as they come to hand. <laughs> That's Pete Murray opportunity here again, this on Triple M. No, stop calling. We're not going to run the Eva Herzogova music again. <laughs> you're just going to have to picture it in your own head <laughs> to your own music. Angus Sampson is sitting in with us. And you mentioned you're in Kokoda. I think that's still in cinemas. Of course. Uh, in case uh, people uh, haven't heard anything about Kokoda, we've actually got a clip from it here. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, fantastic scene from Kokoda. I think that was you, actually, Angus. I love seeing it. Yes,
1: it's a story of a young human beatboxer who uh, makes his way through the tough trials and tribulations of the Papua New Guinean music scene. That's uh, what I
0: thought it
1: was. Do you know it's a fantastic day today? I don't know if you know this, but I just looked down and saw that it was the 22nd of May. Yeah. Do you know what that means? It comes around every year. Uh, surprisingly, Yes. It is, today, is Bernie Taupin's birthday.
0: Set right? What <laughs> have we got him? Now, do, do ah, know? look at it. He doesn't know who Ernie Bernie Taupin well, is. That, that's
1: interesting because uh, he wrote the biography, uh, or autobiography, that's simply titled The One Who Writes the Words for Elton John. Oh, is that what he called that, it? That's the name of his book. Wow. The One Who Writes now, the now Words for Elton John. Did he write Rocket Man? He did. Okay. He, uh, I've actually got some footage on my... Laptop uh, <laughs> on the laptop of from the 1973 science fiction awards. Um, do they still do those? No, oh. the 1973 uh, uh, science fiction Seems awards. We where need he, to stop. He, well, he throws he throws to William Shatner, and interpreting his hit song no. Rocket Man, yeah. and uh, it actually they they took it off in an episode of The Family Guy once, no. but uh, no. where, um, Stewie came out and played it. But it was an example of. The advances they'd made in technology mm. for 1973. And William Shatner came out and did some spoken word of Rocket Man oh. and alluded to the fact that. Uh, I'm going to get high tonight may be some other reference to some sort uh, of other stimulants as opposed to flying through space. Uh, the literal the literal meaning. Right. And uh, the example of their technology that they progressed with was that they could put three William Shatners on stage. Oh, right. It's uh, it's If you can uh, get the <laughs> footage I footage. urge you to get it. The third one Do they comes interact? In. Do they interact? They do. Oh, Where exactly like? would
0: people get footage of the <laughs> 1973 Science Fiction Awards?
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like uh, Something that came with the Dell computer when you bought it. <laughs> what the hell are you talking about? I am going to suggest maybe like go into a phone booth or something and just hope that it's a TARDIS or something. Three you know? William Shatners. What was Three. the name of that Taupin book again? Uh, the one who writes the words for Elton John, <laughs> book. as opposed to Vanilla Ice's autobiography. Ice by ice. Yep. <laughs> How long does yep. that go? And what that is there a, to say? That, yeah. that, the, the cover of that is him with a really, like, the angle of his legs, of his crotch. Mm. He's standing with a split, like, is almost obtuse the angle. And uh, he is standing with his arms folded, and it's right. ice by ice. Chapter one. one.
0: Ding, 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 ding. The end. That would be the <laughs> whole book, wouldn't well, it? Do you know. It's pretty much the Vanilla Ice story. No, well, the, been- what about the Hulk Hogan
2: one?
1: What what's his book called? Uh, well, his book's Hulk Hogan, but I knew I had to buy it when I picked it up. And the first page I opened to, the first page I opened up at, was chapter seventy two. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that, 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 that any book had that many chapters, that, and it was halfway through the book, chapter seventy two. And the first paragraph was said, back in nineteen ninety three, when I needed two alien bounty hunters to uh, to capture me in the film blank, I could think of none other than the Undertaker. And, that, and he gives the story of how he created The Undertaker. Basically, right. he was a young wrestler, and I bought, bought the book there and then. It's a Hulk, New York Times bestseller. Hulk Hogan,
0: William Shatner, Bernie Taupin. Let's move into the 21st century, shall we? Hulk's,
1: Hulk's real name is Terry. <laughs> Todd and
0: Brandt. What about Todd and Brandt, Angus?
1: Did you watch it last night? No, I I missed them. I missed them. I, I, the evictions I prefer are um, are uh,
0: <laughs> uh, 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 Big Brother. But. Uh, they were fantastic. Were you know great work, Todd and Brandt And mm. Brandt, if they're looking for someone to play Alfred E. Newman from the cover of Mad Magazine. <laughs> In the Alfred E. Newman story. <laughs> Sign Brand up. The what other me,
1: one, worry? Todd to, to, looks a bit like Alf as well. <laughs> what what did they say? Tell me I, I missed it all. I missed all of it. What what were they saying? Who interviewed? Well them? Uh, well
0: it was it was Tracy Grimshaw's exclusive interview, Remaves. but hey, forget that. What about my exclusive interview I know, with Todd and Brand? That's coming tomorrow on Get This. Tony Martin goes face-to-face with Todd and Brandt. What was it like when you were trapped in that bar with Eddie Maguire and all those journalists? I just remember the first thing was Todd yelling, you know, are you all right, are you there, you know? um, And then I went, oh, this is really bad, you know. This this is is a really bad scenario, we're in here now. Hundreds of celebrity agents surrounding you? Yeah, so I thought, well... Geez, you know, you hear about it, but you don't ever want to live it. Mm. All of them trying to sign you up for something? At that stage, I, I kept saying to Brent, I've got to get out. But your path was blocked by a wall of network lawyers? Ah, no, oh, no, Brent could ever see me. Maybe I was, you know, there'd been a couple yeah. of feet between us, right. Right. in front of us, but I couldn't mm. see him. I was buried. Wow. Brent, were you aware that at one point David Kosh had Todd in a headlock? Todd was in trouble. All right. I knew that. Mm. So... All I could do was just say, well, look, buddy, we've got to hold on. Right. Because I've got to get out to help you. And Koshy had you actually pinned to the bar. At mm. uh, this stage, I've I, I lost feeling
2: in my left leg. Right. And I'm starting to brand. A lot of pressure. A lot of pressure. And I'm starting There's to brand. A lot of pressure. We've got to get me out of here. Got to get me out.
0: And people are pitching telly movies. What was that like? It was starting to push fluids up, and I was vomiting fluids up. <clears throat> right. So you're completely hemmed in by current affairs show hosts and photographers? Yeah, and we just started shoveling them off you, didn't we, pal? Yep. Harry M. Miller's there. I shut me off. some big suckers on him. Todd and Brandt's amazing escape from the media scrum, exclusive to Get This. You had three different women's magazines fighting over the baby photos. I've had a few blues in my life, I said, but I've never fought that hard. Get this. It is an absurd and indeed evil thing. For census one, two, three, four on Triple M. It's get this on Triple M and. Hang on, is that that Brian Adams song we're playing, Richard? How does the dog it react? <laughs> <five and die. laughs> <Played it till laughs> That's Brian Adams in his summer of 69. I'm sorry for talking over the front. I might have ruined that for a few people, guys. Yeah, what so, I miss? Uh, uh, well, uh, people were straining at their radios going, what, his first real what? <laughs> <laughs> that guy is it sixth string? I couldn't hear that properly. <laughs> Angus well, Sampson's with us.
1: I wanted to um, mention to you, Tone, you mentioned this morning before about uh, voiceovers. And, yes. Uh, in some of those voiceovers that, you do because uh, as, as an actor, I lend my tones to, to reading <laughs> reading voiceovers, uh, and they have disclaimers at the end. They have a very you know like uh, offer excludes uh, oh, 05 oh, models, TPL, yeah, blah 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 yeah two hundred eighty two dollars on uh, New three hundred dollars on the Murano. Uh, it's, it's a real sort of tone. I, I was thinking I was thinking the other day uh, <laughs> what how funny it is. What is the ultimate disclaimer? Yeah. And I, and I, and I, it had been staring me in the face for years. Yes. What when I think? travel overseas, I try to go overseas as much as I can. And I like to take in the local culture, whatever, wherever I am, wherever I am. None more so than popping into the local museums or, uh, uh, you know, just to, you know, get a yeah. slice of, of culture. Wherever I can, um, I have a favorite museum and, 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 I don't know. You guys may have heard of it. it it's a it's a, a little sort of boutique museum by the name of Ripley's. Believe it or not. <laughs> Where is that? There's, there, there's uh, well, there only I,
2: one in Australia. That. Cavill Avenue. We I mentioned it on, air on the, the other Gold day. Coast. It's genius, mm. right? Well, there's the Ripley show on Foxtel. That's a f-
0: oh yes, a lot of disturbing footage.
1: Well, this is the thing. Like uh, I was watching uh, a Ripley's <laughs> on the weekend, and it's <laughs> like uh, you know, after the break find out why this 25 inch woman the world's shortest woman Walks tall. This <laughs> Colombian-Ecuadorian lady that now lives... I actually sound like Robin Leach. <laughs> That's right, Dionne Warwick. <laughs> Dionne Warwick. Now, La Dolce Vita doesn't get any sweeter. <laughs> the daughter of a Harlem subway conductor who grew up dreaming of show business.
0: It's <laughs> pretty much
1: everyone on that That's show. Adnan Khashoggi. <laughs> The world's richest bachelor with gold plated toilets in his own private 747. Uh, Um, But the great thing about Ripley's Believe It or Not is that that's the ultimate disclaimer. That is, I went into uh, one in Copenhagen, the Ripley's Believe It or Not, and uh wandered through wandered through and there's like a, a half monkey half mermaid Sweet there yeah. there's a there's you know any number of there's the world's largest uh, taj mahal matchstick <laughs> thing which I'm like well that's good. not really well oh. but, but, but the idea is you you need to question whether or not you believe it. So, but I can see the world's largest Taj Mahal. Man, ah, yeah, and the, no, no, yeah yes, the problem, the, my favourite one in all of the entire world, and I didn't realise this, but they actually replicate them around the world. There's a chain of them. There's one in Los Angeles, but in Hong Kong, I went to one in Hong Kong, and there's a fish there, and you read the little inscription alongside the fish, and uh, the fish is wearing glasses. In in, in, in is wearing spectacles. It, it, there's a fish there with a pair of spectacles perched on its, I guess, peak, beak, what have you, on its nose, in, in, uh, near its gills. Yes. The story goes that a man was fishing in Hong Kong Harbour and uh, he I caught, don't believe it. I, no, could you not? And he caught him. <laughs> he caught okay, you're not believing it at this stage. Okay. <laughs> he's he's caught a fish. Basically, with bad eyesight. Uh, he, he's, wearing, he's wearing his own glasses. He's caught a fish ended up he's reeled it in as he 's reached over to get it. the fish uh, has gotten off the hook, and his glasses has fallen <laughs> off. yeah his glasses have fallen off he rather than return to the, you know to down to the hock, to the dock, sorry, and uh, go and see the doctor and the optometrist he 's kept fishing, and thirty or forty minutes later he 's caught a fish and it is exactly the same fish, and it 's wearing his spectacles <laughs> when he caught it. Believe it or not, you know. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm just going to go with not. Yeah, you know, okay. Is, I believe it. It's the ultimate disclaimer. It. Look, all it, right. It. Let's
0: hear the sound for Talkback Mountain. If you believe it or not, bugger what we were going to do. <laughs> Obviously, we're going to have to help Angus come up with exhibits for his new yes. Samsons. Believe it or not, museum. <laughs> <laughs> Frankly, the, the so someone their glasses fall off. They don't see that happen, right? So that's the first part I'm not believing. Secondly, they land exactly on the fish. I'm not buying that part. Then he throws it back in, still doesn't notice that the glasses are on the fish, (laughs) lands in the water, the glasses don't fall off. Are they the ones with the string around (laughs) it? Not one single bit
2: of that story rings true. Tony, this is... And you
0: believe it in, Kevlin? This is
2: how it went down. He's caught the fish, right? There's (laughs) water splashing in his face, so he's like a little bit blinded, right? The glasses have fallen off. That happens. People sometimes Forget their glasses and they're on the top of their head. Yeah. Oh, right? They've fallen and They're not very strong, I'm no. guessing. They're bifocal uh, uh, sunglass ones, very light. Mm. They've fallen down, boom, onto the fishy's face. The, the, the bits for your ears have gone into its gills. Right. Right? The fish, right. with its better eyesight, has gone, hang on, yeah. I'm in deep trouble here wriggled free, as they do often, Tony, yeah. you know as well as I do. do fish have and eyes <laughs> on the side. So
0: how are these glasses? Yeah. What kind of head did this bloke
1: have? <laughs> he he recognised. <laughs> None of this story is believable. But the, the, there, there is a half monkey, half mermaid. There we go. Cap- the, and, and I saw, listen, I saw on Ripley's oh, this week. Said in captivity. Uh, well, this, I don't, <laughs> this I, I don't know how cartoon. they caught it. I don't know how they caught the half monkey, half mermaid. With a banana and a fish. And a sailor. Wouldn't it be the best job in the world working at Ripley's Believe It or Not? <laughs> Making stuff up. Well, when there's
0: incredible things happening in the real world, what about the 70-year-old bloke that's climbed Mount Everest? Is it the, for the 16th time? Is it for the 16th time? The Japanese guy? It doesn't say. That's pretty cool. He's 70
2: frankly, piss weak. Got his own legs. Hopeless. <laughs> well, and then you Can't got... believe he made the paper.
0: Isn't there the couple, the Melbourne couple, who have uh, become the first husband and wife to conquer Mount Everest? Isn't there a queue? What yeah. the hell is it's... going on? I'm going to wait till the legless bloke's <laughs> down and seven-year-old, you're next. And, uh, <laughs> husband and wife, take a number. Yeah. And
2: what do you do? I- I'm just uh, an adventurer. I just want... No, sorry, mate. Gonna have a better story than that. Off with the legs or get a wife. Get out of here. <laughs> We're looking
0: for exhibits for Samson's, believe it yes. or not. Have you got something incredible? Yeah. Maybe it's a fish wearing glasses. (laughs) Uh, If you you did see Ripley's this week, there was a uh, 20 kilo cigar Right yeah. on there. See, that could be good <laughs> Five a... people have just hung
2: up the phone Beating <laughs> <Do you laughs> me to it Have we got a prize, by the way? Yeah, yeah? man, this prize is a galore uh, Yes, ladies and gentlemen oh, The no. Smackdown from 2006 <laughs> That we didn't give away on Friday We've got oh, another Buddha The Gary Hocking Tribute DVD Still no Let's idea hope what that you're means you're a Port Adelaide fan Because we've got the premiers of 04 VHS Not available in beta There's another prize which I've forgotten I believe it was a CD this is a shambles. Call us at Samson's, believe it
0: or not, with your exhibit, 133353. Three. <laughs> That's your down gang. Here, get this on Triple M oh, Angus oh. Samson is with us. Sound the alarm if you could. <laughs> thank
2: you, I just, just want to say thank you for this. This
0: has made me so happy. <laughs> Samson's, believe it or not, we're trying to stock a new museum
2: with amazing feats. Axe, sights, whatever you've got. Sean, you are first up. G'day.
1: Yes, mate. G'day. How are you? Very, I love
2: show. very good, man. Lovely to hear from you. Tell us what you... What mate, t-
1: I was out fishing one day and we come back in and we started cleaning our catch. All these seagulls were sitting around the back of the boat. All of a sudden, there's only one seagull left. Because... Because there was an octopus eating it. Oh, here
0: you go. <laughs> that could be in the museum. He, he was stuck on the bottom with one leg and
1: he's had the other leg up around getting its neck down and <laughs> finally got it and sucked it down. It was bye-bye seagull. What, oh. where, where is this octopus now? I don't know. I hope he's still alive. He's swimming
0: around Watson's Bay, though. And so was it still flapping about inside the octopus?
1: <laughs> no, we didn't really look at that, mate. It no. just kind of just covered, jumped on it and just hooded it. What did that and that be? was the end of that. <laughs> I could uh, I could put that, it could be like one of our yeah. main attractions. Yeah, hard it? to restage every day. <laughs> yeah. right, mate, it was pretty wild, especially after we had a couple of beers and we are both looking at each other thinking if we saw the same thing or not. <laughs> well, I hope you did. <laughs> yes, we did.
2: <laughs> I did. Uh, thank you, Sean. That's have you got great. a prize for that, man? Oh, yeah, yeah. He's uh, uh, getting the Buddha DVD. He gets the Gary Hocking tribute. I'm sure he'd like a bit of Buddha. Uh,
1: Does that have the uh, chapter where he changes his name to uh, pet food?
2: Whiskers? Yes. Yeah, I think it's in the extras. What uh, are you talking hello about? Hello
1: Shane. Hey guys, how are you?
2: Very good mate, Tell, talk us through it.
1: A uh, fella out of Sydney Harbour was on a charter boat yep. and had a bit of a multicoloured yawn over the side <laughs> The old fella yep. and lost the old dentures. Oh, yeah. <laughs> now apparently about two months later okay, they caught a fish yeah. on the same charter boat when they gutted it and cleaned it the guy, old bloke's dentures were in his stomach.
0: Oh, that's amazing. Did he just wop them back in? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> uh, you sure the Marlin didn't have them in? No, no I actually, I think it was. <laughs> yeah, Maybe the Marlin was wearing some glasses <laughs>
1: yeah. and false teeth and had a bit of lippy on as well. And an it? earring, a, a diamond stud earring. <laughs> uh, I, I don't know actually you know how we'd, uh, how do we display these, though? Like, would we have to actually have, at Sam- Samson's Believe It or Not, right, would mate, I actually re- have to have Ed
2: there? Reenactments so far. Oh, really? Oh, mate, two, <laughs> oh, every hour on the hour... And a trained octopus would eat a seagull, right? And then every half hour on the half hour, an old man would throw up into a bucket and a fish would emerge with his teeth.
1: It's just, it's like dream world, yeah. but better. Steve Irwin's kind of like, you can imagine the He's like old shaking. city town, the, the actor having to sort of do the shift of the guy vomiting the dentures up. Oh uh, yeah, I'm just kind of work, out a big night last night.
2: Who have we got next, Boris, Ed? Boris, hello Boris.
1: Yeah, good day. How you going, guys? <laughs> very
2: good, man. Tell well, us.
1: Well, my, my story is very similar to last one. But uh, <gasps> I was travelling. I was travelling behind a mate of mine um, in a semi going across the lower ball, yeah. and he had, had a bit of a coughing fit. And I had my hand out the window, playing with the wind as you do, <laughs> and um, I caught his dentures in my hand. <laughs> just,
2: Can people just keep their dentures in their mouth? Those, hey, Boris, those dentures must have been really travelling, Like They must have really been coming along. Did they smack into your, your hand and you just instinctively grabbed them?
1: Well, they just landed in the palm of my hand and uh, when we pulled up at the next stop, it looked like a gummy shack and I said to him, I said, what happened? And he told me and I pulled him out of my uh, top pocket and he could not believe it. <laughs> okay, so what you mean to tell me, Andrew, is that you drove the along... Boris, sorry, Boris, that so you drove along uh, up until the next stop having th- thought that you'd pocketed uh, some dentures <laughs> and maybe not mention it to your friend <laughs> and the fact that he was just, you know, mouthy at you with no teeth, you went, hold, put the two and two together and I went, hold on, this might impress you. <laughs> <laughs> that was quite funny because it wasn't fun in the next stop, but uh, I sort of guess, well, we were the only ones on the number, but, you know, it gets pretty lonely a bit, but, uh Yeah, I guess where they come from, they couldn't have
2: come from anywhere else, Uh, could they? Boris, are you willing to come and recreate that every hour on the hour at Samson's, believe it or not? (laughs)
1: Well, yeah, I guess I would, yeah.
2: (laughs) It could be what's looking like a VHS cassette (laughs) for you. Uh,
0: Port Power. That was funny. That is the
2: sound of a Cavalier (laughs) prize pack being open. Uh, Port Adelaide, that's near the Nullarbor. Boris, fine, it's a Triple M t-shirt instead, how's that? Oh great! Yeah. Ah. Good on you guys. All right, do we have time <laughs> for hey one Andrew. more, or are we into the next no, no, show? Shush, shush. Andrew, <laughs> Andrew, how are you? How are you going? Great. Tell us quickly, please.
0: Uh, yeah, I was reading an article in a fishing magazine about a bloke who went out uh, marlin fishing.
1: Yeah,
0: he caught a marlin, yeah. and he and he split up with his wife. So he put the wedding ring on the end of the marlin's bill. Yeah. Four years later, went back out fishing, caught the same fish with the um. Ring's still on the bill. Uh, it's just like just one went back to his wife and they're back together again.
2: Uh, it's like the same story. Uh. Was the marlin wearing glasses? <laughs> 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 if I,
0: so, I, I
2: love that. Then they got back together. They were brought back together by this uh, this amazing event. Uh, what, uh, it is, isn't
1: it? How did, how did the marlin get its uh, mouth open if it had a ring around it?
2: No, no. It stuck it on the end of the bill. slid it on the end of it. Yeah, oh, on it's Sound right.
1: like it's a horn bit. On yeah, the, ah. the sword. Yeah, the ah, sword. Yeah, yeah that's right, yeah. Well, they all seem to involve fish all these, <laughs> believe it or not. What is it, it, what is it that we're so willing to just believe? It's like religion or myths. Ah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they fed a thousand people with a loaf of bread. Yeah, no, this fish oh, had Molly Meldrum's hat on. Uh, it was uh, wearing Tony Martin's glasses, and you wouldn't believe, but I think Maria Venuti's Logie's dress from 78 was...
0: Uh, oh. We have been so amazed by the stories that we are going to have to wind Andrew. up the show. Yeah, fair enough. But we do want to get another song in. Do we have that uh, fantastic John Howard duet? Do you love me? Yes, I do. do you love me? Yes, I do. do you love me? Yes, I do. I mean, for heaven's sake, can we get a sense of proportion? <laughs> oh, look, I think it might be time for us to sign off. Oh, man,
1: that was so good. We have been just so amazed today. I don't know where any of it came from. I came here to talk about my movies that I'm in. What's going on? What are these hey, you movies? you thank God you're here this week, mate? Yes, Wednesday night, oh, thank great. God you're here. Channel 10, 7.30. Well, you'll just have to come back and
0: tell us about these movies. I'd love to. And hello to anybody who's had a car drive through the front of their house. Isn't that on the increase in Australia? It's What's going on there? a the roof. Every time <laughs> you open the paper, it's woman hit by car in home. Can't get a buck anywhere. I just think, look, if you're walking from the kitchen to the lounge, remember the rule, look left, <laughs> look right, <laughs> and look left again. It's not safe out out there, and uh, thanks for coming in, Angus. Thank you, Tony. Thank you, Ed. <laughs> thanks to everyone who called in. And our key phrase today—I guess it was the title of Bernie Talpin's biography. <laughs> what was it again?
1: The one who writes the words
0: for Elton John. <laughs> and we will be back tomorrow with Lawrence Leung. Hey. And it's all thanks to Census One, Two, Three, Four, and Marlins. Do